This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place, and we're known as the Caring Place for 97 years. We started here in Miami in 1922, and we've been serving the homeless and needy since then. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of lives have been touched and transformed over the decades. Uh, good morning again. I'm Ron Brumman. I happen to be the president, and I've been here almost 30 years. That's 29 years this year, almost three decades. And what a joy, what a privilege, what an honor it is to join you today and let you know not only what's going on in our centers in Broward and Miami and what's in the homeless community and what's being done, but also having other agencies, other individuals on the program to share good news. You know, that's the whole idea, the whole premise of this program is that we want to generate good news, so much bad news, so much horrible news, and so much sadness in the world today and in our country. But there's also bright spots where people care about one another and do all they can to help someone in great need. You know, this is being recorded a few days before the airing here on Sunday. Uh, so I, I'm uncertain about the hurricane, <laughs> Hurricane Dorian. We are preparing our centers in, in Miami and in Broward are preparing, uh, and as well as you are preparing. I guess today we'll really know uh, how where the storm is going to hit and what kind of velocity it has and what kind of rains it's going to have. Uh, but we've been through many, many hurricanes over the last uh, nine decades. In fact, just went through Irma with you all. Uh, last year and so many others. We're prepared, but we never know. You know, the Lord is a great God. He's a sovereign God. We don't want to see any death or destruction anywhere in the world, but uh, nature is nature. <laughs> and very, very strong winds and flooding and rains have taken place, and there have been lives lost in the past. But we're just praying for God's safety. Um, we're praying for you and your family and your loved ones for our country and for our state. And we're going to just pray the best, and we'll know more today, and I guess when I say today, on Sunday and, and Monday. Well, again, we want to thank you, and I want to thank you for, if you've ever supported the mission or the Broward Outreach Centers in any way, maybe you've donated some food items, maybe you've donated something to our thrift store, uh, maybe furniture or appliances, a car, a boat. Uh, we've had so many different things donated over the years especially clothing for our men, women, and children are going through our centers. Just thank you. You know, we cannot do all that we do to serve almost 1,100 people every single day. That's men, women, and children in both counties without uh, tremendous people that give of their time, they give of their talent, and they give of their treasure. You know, people come and they volunteer. Last year we had over 9,000 volunteers provided over 90,000 hours of volunteerism. And this is meaningful. I mean, this is, these are things that we would have to probably go out and hire some additional staff, people coming in and doing landscaping projects, painting projects, many do-overs of our dorms and our rooms for our families. 
uh, just so many different ways, serving food, doing drives for us, coming out for our great outreaches during the year when we uh, shut the streets down. And we not only take care of the homeless that are in our centers and are surrounding us, but we take care of people that are in great need. Maybe they're not homeless, but they, they sometimes just don't have enough money uh, to have a celebration on a holiday. In fact, over the summer, we had a summer camp for over 100, 100 children, uh, boys and girls, ages, I think, 5 to 15. They had a wonderful time. You know, many of these children would have just had to stay at home. Uh, parents couldn't afford anything. And because of the generosity of our, our supporters and friends, they were able to come to a great place in our community activity center and Miami centers. And they went on field trips, music, drama, Dance. They had a great time. And at the end of the summer, uh, right before school started, we had a backpacks were given out to children with school supplies in them, brand new sneakers to help them get started. And the parents were so thankful, and the kids were so happy. And we and those those are the things that we're doing throughout the year. So if you'd like to get involved and you'd like to help us, go to caringplace.org. Uh, you'll see volunteer opportunities. We've just started in September. We'll be starting our um, Pack the Pantry Drive, food drive. We've done this for many, many years successfully. You know, in the olden days on farms, people used to get ready for the winter by canning and putting things in the smokehouse and getting ready to ride the winter out when they, when they didn't have any crops and there was very few um, um, grocery items available. And so we do the same thing. We want to stock up. Uh, our pantry with with food so for non-perishable foods especially with canned goods and dry goods that we can store and we can use during the fall we hope to serve uh, over 250,000 meals during the holidays you know we've got September October November December uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner we have Christmas celebration Hanukkah end of the year celebrations uh, we want to do something really great, not only for, again, the residents in our buildings, but also when we have our Thanksgiving outreach, which will serve probably 3,000 people that day. And our Christmas outreach will be about 2,500 to 3,000 people. And really uh, give away food baskets and food boxes and just help those that are struggling. And you can do that. Pack the Pantry is so easy. You go to uh, caringplace.org slash pantry. Uh, if you're already on the website, just look for the big pantry button, and we'll send you out bags, paper bags, uh, the old-fashioned paper bags that you can fill with canned goods and non-perishables. Uh, we'd love for you to drop those bags off to one of our drop-off locations. You'll find them on the website, either in Miami or in Broward. And if you have a ton, like you get a great big box, you're doing a business drive or a condominium's doing a drive, or maybe your faith organization or faith group's doing a drive, uh, if you have great big boxes, we'll be happy to come out and pick them up uh, and give you a tax receipt, of course, for them. But the idea is that uh, we know you can't take out, you know, 300, 400 pounds of food. We'll be able to come out with one of our trucks and pick them up. And so that's another great way that you can get involved, especially over the, the fall campaign. I said Thanksgiving is on its on its way, so we'll be doing turkey drives and ham drives starting in October. And then on Christmas, of course, we have our Christmas outreach where we need toys. It's not too early to think about that. For our children, we try to give away, I think last year it was close to 6,000 uh, toys for boys and girls. Again, that's not just the boys and girls in our centers, but those are the boys and girls in our communities. And the parents oftentimes will walk away, they'll have a Christmas tree, they'll have a couple bags of toys to give to their children, a food basket. And so many are so grateful because um, so many of the families today 
they're they're really struggling. Should I pay them the electric bill or can I get a uh, gift from one of my kids? Should I pay the rent or should I get some special food? So your generosity, your compassion, it helps in, a, in making people's lives brighter, and especially for the homeless. You know, the holidays are probably the loneliest time of the year. Any type of holiday comes up. You know, a person's been on the street, a person's been separated from their family, uh, good or bad. Maybe they've made some bad decisions, but are they just feeling lonely? When the holidays come up and it's supposed to be the mirth and the happiness and they have no one or they feel bad about what they've done or the decisions they've made, made uh, we do all we can not to take away the responsibility, but to say, you know something, you put us, you set your feet on a different path. Uh, you ran away from your abuser. You got your kids. Uh, you, God has a plan for you, has a bright future for you. You can start thinking positive and start grabbing a vision of your future. And part of that is how we treat them. So when special occasions come up and holidays come up, we are one great big family. And we want to make sure that we can give them gifts when it's appropriate, treat them with special meals and entertainment, and just make it different for them from the misery of de and depression that they're escaping from and turning that tragedy into triumph and uh, helping people see that you know life can be good and that's what this program is about good news and i said this earlier thank you for everyone that's contributed of their time uh, you can also help us financially uh, we have a meals a month program that for two dollars and ten cents a meal that's for twenty one dollars you get ten meals you can sponsor on a monthly basis you can help change lives twenty one dollars you know, that's a, maybe a, a movie or two during the, the course of a month or maybe a meal out for you and your loved one. And you can say, you know something, we're going to give this to someone in great need. So, again, when you're on our website, caringplace.org, just, just look around. Come on down and see for yourself what we're doing. Get involved. Help someone. Make a difference this fall. And help us reach our goal of that no one is homeless and that we're going to serve at least 250,000 meals uh, during the upcoming months. Well, God bless you and stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. Excited to have with us in the studio today, Roy Hawkins, the Senior VP and CEO for Jackson North Medical Center. Welcome, Roy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It is definitely an honor and a pleasure to be here today. I am so happy. I want to talk about how we met. I want to talk about everything that you have done to help us help the community. But before we get into that, can you tell us, our listeners, I know that everyone listening at this time know exactly who Jackson North Medical Center. I mean, you guys are well, well known in the community. But tell me about you guys. Tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Absolutely. Well, I have the pleasure of uh, being a part of what I consider to be the best healthcare system in South Florida, and that's the Jackson Health System. Jackson Health System is made up of four hospitals. Um, one is uh, our Jackson Memorial Hospital, which is a quaternary tertiary care facility downtown. Then we're flanked on the north and the south by Jackson North Medical Center, where I work, Jackson South Medical Center uh, in South Miami, and then we're in the process of building, as we speak, Jackson West Medical Center, and thereby having four major hospitals anchored in the South Florida community. But I have the pleasure and the privilege of, of 
of leading the hospital at Jackson North that's in the North Miami-Dade community, being a part of that community, delivering world-class care to the patients and the residents of that community. And it has truly been an honor to be a part of this system for the last two years. And I, I have to agree with you. I mean, we were talking off the air, and I've been to the one in the south because <laughs> I, I live in that area. And uh, the service, I felt so comfortable. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I had to spend an entire week <laughs> there, but I felt so good because the nurses, the treatment, the doctors, everything was just amazing. And at least for the South, which is the one that I've been to, mm -hmm. everything looks so new. <laughs> yes, yes, we are on an amazing journey yes. uh, to, to elevate the level of care, not only from the inside of the facility, but we have a capital renovation project taking place throughout the system that's upgrading every facility from brick and mortar to technology. So uh, I'm glad you had a great experience down south. I did. I mean, it's not fun to be sick. Absolutely. It's not fun to have to go to the hospital or doctor. But if you have to go to the hospital, <laughs> Jackson Health System should be your provider of choice. I totally agree. And you're so well known. I mean, our residents at the Miami Center, they're very familiar with the one in downtown uh, because it's walking distance pretty much. I mean, we transport them if we need to, uh, but for the most part, it's so easy. We're on First Avenue, and this hospital is on 12th Avenue, right. so it's about 11 blocks away uh, from us, and we are so thankful for the proximity, because even though we have a clinic, and it's amazing, there are some things you cannot um, take care of in a small clinic like the one we have in Miami. So, having Jackson Memorial Hospital so close to us is yes. such a relief. I mean, and, and the residents tell me um, they go, they get their, I believe it's called J11, where they either they don't pay or they pay a little bit of money only. Um, it's like a one-stop shop, really. And, and, you know, that's the beautiful thing about working for Jackson Health System. You know, it is our mission to provide health care services to the citizens of Miami-Dade County, regardless of their ability to pay. So within that spectrum, we have some of the world-class physicians providing exceptional health care to people from across around the country. And then we also have a very, very special mission that's in the hearts and minds of everyone that works at Jackson, and that is to care for those who may not have the means or the ability to to, to pay, and that truly is an honorable and a humble uh, a notion for all of us who work for Jackson Health Absolutely, System. because you shouldn't be afraid to, oh my God, I'm going to get sick, how am I going to pay Absolutely. for that? I mean, like, avoiding to see a doctor who can fix the problem immediately uh, because you're thinking, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. So that's why I, I love, love the whole concept. I love the hospitals. We all are here them. for you, Miami-Dade County. I love it. We are here for you. I love it. Now, let me tell our listeners how we met. Yes. Because I have to, I know I have thanked you before. I have thanked already your entire team at least 10 times. But I I want to take this opportunity to thank you once again because we met because you brought your team to serve in the kitchen and I know you were there mm -hmm. yourself uh, serving our residents in the program and you didn't stop there okay they came you fell in love with it your team did an amazing job from serving meals to mopping the floors to cleaning the kitchen I mean I saw you guys in action and what a remarkable job back to your community but then you said, you know what, let's do more. Let's just don't stop there. And what did you do? Well, first and foremost, the opportunity to be a part of this community, to give back to the community. It's really important to me as CEO of Jackson North Medical Center. 
Um, I, I tell my staff that as a young man, I envisioned my being a leader, and I, the, the most important thing I envisioned about that leadership was whatever organization or entity that I was a part of, that we were going to be a part of our community and give back. And so we've started this initiative at Jackson North where we get volunteers throughout the organization and we go out into the community. One, to demystify the whole notion around health care. We want folks to know that we are here for you regardless of your ability to pay, but also that we want to we want to be a part of the wonderful work that folks like you and your organization at the Miami Rescue Mission. But when we, when we were there, our staff were so engaged and yes. so involved and so committed that, that they didn't want to stop. They, they <laughs> kept asking me, what's next? And the what's next was, you know, it's, it's, it's back to school time for, yes. for, for many of the children in, in, in Miami-Dade County. And we know how hard um, that process can be supplies, uniforms and school shoes. And so you guys had an amazing um, uh, uh, event taking place where you uh, were looking for donations and our staff stepped up and I was overwhelmed with the level of support that they provided by donating brand new shoes, socks, underwear, backpacks, and the whole nine, uh, just to be a part of the work that you're doing at the Miami Rescue Mission. And I was overwhelmed when we received them. I'm like, oh my God, look at the friends that just came the other day to serve lunch, and now they're sending these backpacks full of supplies. I mean, I'm telling you the backpacks were heavy with supplies. And you're right, Roy. I mean, it takes hundreds and hundreds of dollars for any family in our community to get ready for that back-to-school process. And that's having only one child. Imagine that yes. a lot of families in our communities, they have two, they have three, they have six. Yes. I mean, I'm no stranger to big families because we have an amazing center for women and children. And I've seen moms with only one but I've seen moms with also six. And, and that's why that notion, it takes a village, right? It, it absolutely takes, takes a village. It takes a village because sometimes, yes. Roy, and I know you're also very familiar with it, sometimes it's not, this is our situation forever. This is something that the families are struggling with yes. right now. So this is like a time in their lives and the community is there to say we're present, we want to be involved. We want to help give back. And I know you guys believe in this strongly. But tell me, you also helped sorting. I know you were not in that area because you sent half of the team to the kitchen and the other half uh, to sorting and organizing donations. But how did the volunteers feel in general with the experience? Everyone felt amazing. I tell you, the notion of giving back is one that I encourage anyone out there listening to really take heed to. Um, we are blessed to be a blessing, and our team felt that and lived that um, and to the point where they're asking now the folks who did not have an opportunity to participate, they're asking, what can we do? What can we do? <laughs> and so we will be back. I love it. I love it. And I cannot wait. Uh, Roy, I know that you guys are very well known in the community. I mean, anybody can Google uh, Jackson Hospital, whether it's the North Campus, the South Campus, the one in downtown, and now extending to the West area. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, can they find you in social media? Can they follow you anywhere? Absolutely. Jackson Health System. Hashtag Jackson Health System on Twitter, on Instagram. We are there. Um, we are advertising the wonderful services that we do and, more importantly, how committed we are to the community. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You heard it here. Roy was here to tell us about the wonderful health system they have. Not only they have a heart for the community when they can pay for hospital uh, bills, but also helping, giving back, doing drives, volunteering. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. We have in the studio with us today Richard from the Helpline 211 Miami, also known as the JCS. And Richard, you are the Helpline Director. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me and helping us spread the word about 211. Yes, absolutely. And you guys, I mean, you're family to us now. We have done so many interviews with uh, many of your colleagues because we Mm -hmm. do believe that the services that you provide are so key to our community our community can benefit so much from everything that you guys are constantly telling them about Mm -hmm. and all the events that you're hosting i'm sure you know that we hosted a back to school batch to Mm -hmm. help the children that were going back to school Mm -hmm. but i know you guys did the same something very similar tell me about it yeah so for those people that aren't aware of 211 we try to connect the community with various resources um, where a lot of people don't know where to go or where to seek help. Uh, so what we do is we gather all the information throughout the community. We have over 4,000 uh, referrals and programs that we can connect people to for various types of things. So uh, now people are getting ready to go back to school. A lot of people you know, need um, back to school supplies. You know, they, they need help with finding uniforms and getting uniforms for free. So that, that's what we were working on with connecting the community and and getting them referrals so they can get free uniforms, finding programs where they can get a free backpacks, free back to school things. And um, we're still working on even other things for, for the future. And even currently now with connecting families with children with free after school programs, whether that means free tutoring for kids, whether that's a free um, program where they can do activities, arts and crafts, you know, play sports, you name it. Um, either free or low cost on a sliding scale. So we're, we're very excited about connecting the community with those things. So you're giving them the resources and it's so important. Yeah. As a mom, I can relate to the struggle of not, you know, not knowing how you're going to pay for summer camp mm-hmm. or for after school mm-hmm. or the meals or the who's going to help my yeah. child with the homework. And I know because I, I interviewed you guys before. Uh, and you guys do provide many, many resources. Now, 211, I mean, you guys have been around for quite a, a bit. Yeah. Uh, so tell our community, how easy is to get in touch with you guys? Are you open every day? What are, what are the hours? What are the times? Yeah. So we're available 24-7. So whether it's a holiday, it's on New Year's, it's 3 a.m., you can call at any time. And it's absolutely free. So all you need to do is just dial three numbers on your phone. That's 211. So instead of 911 for those other types of emergencies, 211 for everything else pretty much. Um, and uh, we also have an Instagram page at 211 Miami where we're constantly posting updates. And you can even click on a little button through that app and you can call us as well through our direct number, but um, just 211. It's as simple as that and always available in any language that you want. So whether you're comfortable in English, Spanish, Creole, or any other language, we can connect you with those services. 
Absolutely. And I've tried it myself. I mean, very friendly. The service is always, I mean, the operators that answer the phone, uh, very friendly, very willing to help you. Uh, if you're in doubt, if you don't know whether or not they have the answer, give them a try. Dial 211 is only going to take you two minutes. Mm -hmm. And if they cannot help you directly, they can actually refer you mm -hmm. to another agency that can actually help. Can you give us some of the examples of the resources that you have um, referred people to? Yeah, so we've had people uh, receiving an eviction notice and they don't know where to go. Uh, we connect them with programs that can help out with rent payment assistance. Maybe it's a family that um, they got a notice that their lights are going to be cut off. We connect them with programs to help out with their utilities. People running low on food, we connect them with the food uh, banks Bank, and food right. pantries uh, for that. So uh, anything you can imagine, uh, like you mentioned, just try calling 211. If we'll you have a you. question, call them. So easy, yeah. 211. Richard, we are thankful for you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, thank you for bringing all the information to those in our community. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and we're at that part of the program. We get to talk to people who are actually experiencing life change. They're going through the program, or they've graduated the program, but they want to tell their story. We have campuses in Miami and Broward, and here with me today is Theodore. And Theodore, I want to welcome you here, and I'm so grateful that you want to tell your story. Uh, thank you for allowing me to come on your your show. And most of all, I thank God. And my testimony is that I went to prison with a life sentence 30 years and 10 mandatory. And I really didn't have nobody left in my life because everybody mm. have counted me out. Mm. But as time went by, I focused on God. Now, did that start in prison or after? It started in prison. Okay. And as time went by, I talked to God on a daily basis. I started going to the law library, and I started growing in faith. Hmm. And I used to quote scriptures all the time, day in and day out. And I used to quote Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon that formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me shall be condemned. Now, was there a chaplain, or was there any kind of volunteer program that was coming in that kind of helped you in your experience while you were in prison, or was you, did you do all that on your own? It was a, a chaplain there. It was a church there. I used to go to church every Sunday, but from Monday to Saturday, I used to study on my own in mm -hmm. my cell. And as time went by, I really started trusting in God because I ain't have nobody else. And as time went by, they denied me for three years straight. Mm. And I used to get frustrated. Mm -mm. And then one day God told me, it's not your problem no more. Give it to him. It's his problem. Mm -mm. All you do is get the mail. So I listened to God tell me that, and I started getting the mail, and I used to say, here, it's yours. And as time went by, I went there in 1999 with a life sentence, 30 years and 10 mandatory. 2003, he came to my dorm one day, and he said, 
you got legal mail, go get it. And I went on the wreck yard and I forgot it. And I was playing football. And they called me on the, the announcement. And I went and I got the letter and I stuck it in my pocket as normal, like a normal day. And when I got back to the dorm, he said, where the mail at? And I said, oh yeah, that's right. And I took it out of my pocket and I gave it to him. And I laid down in the bunk and I fell asleep. And he knocked on the door and said, you going home? And I said, what? He said, you going home, man. And I said, what? Because mm. I was really like still sleepy. Mm -hmm. And he said, wait till they clear count. I'm going to show you. So we waited like 10 minutes. We was locked down. And he ran to my room and he showed me the paper. And I grabbed it and I read it. And when I read it, it said they got to take you back to court. And they got to sentence you to the original 15 years. And it didn't dawn on me then. I wasn't happy because I knew that God could do it. So, so Theodore, we're going to have to stop you right in the midst of that most important part of the story and come back for the rest of it. So I know if you're listening, you're not going to turn that dial. We're going to come back in just a moment with more of Theodore's story. Well, if you're like me, you couldn't turn that dial because we got to find out what happened to Theodore and his story. So he's in prison, and he's got a letter saying that he's going to be released, which is a miracle because he didn't even read his mail anymore to even try or to find out. So, Theodore, what happened? Well, I got out of prison, and I started being rebellious again. And as time went by, I went to the Miami Rescue Mission. And I seen a worker there, his name is T. And I asked him, how can I get in the Miami Rescue Mission? And he told me, you gotta come back on Monday. They have a 16 weeks course. So I said, okay, I'll be back. So at the time I was living on the street. So I used to sleep in the van. And Thanksgiving came up. i never forget it was November the 24th, 18. And I, Woke up the next morning, and God said, you say you was going back to the mission, so now you need to go. That's our big outside street event. That's the huge, huge block party. So I went, and I got there, and everybody was in the streets. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the table. I signed the paper, and they said you Intake can go. table. And they said you can go in. But I sat down and I eat. I ate like three plates because I was hungry. <laughs> and as time went by, I went I went in the mission. And the mission been a blessing to me ever since I've been there. My first 67 days went by so fast mm. because every time they called chapel, they called group, I went. Mm. I didn't have no problem going there because I know I needed a change in my life. Mm. And God started pumping the blood of Jesus in my life through pastors, through Miss Bromley, through Angel, through all the, the, the caseworkers that worked there. And I started feeling good about myself. Amen. And I thank God for the Miami Rescue Mission because without the Miami Rescue Mission, I wouldn't be here today on this mic. Wow. And I thank God for the Miami Rescue Mission. Yeah, you know, that man, being thankful for the Miami Rescue Mission is actually being thankful for all the donors uh, that give of their time, their talent, their treasure, because the mission couldn't go on if it wasn't for the countless number of people, Theodore, that you don't even see. 
uh, sending in their dollars, uh, coming and volunteering. Sometimes you see the volunteers, but you don't see all of them, and you don't see all the donors. There are hundreds and thousands of people that care about you and they haven't even met you and you haven't met them isn't that that's a god thing that there are so many people that care so much and i thank god for the donors that donate that i can take a shower i'm not homeless anymore i can eat all i want i can sleep all i want i thank god for the volunteers and i thank god most of all for jesus christ Amen. And so I know as you complete the program, um, you know, that next step will be finding housing uh, for you and have your own place. Are you looking forward to that? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for uh, Alpha 127 because all we do is study the word. Amen. So you're the um, part of the upper class right now, and uh, you're in that final stage where you're really uh, putting on the uh, you might say the the cherry on the top of the ice cream to learn those tools and then apply them to your life so you are going to be successful from here on out well thank you theodore it's not easy to tell your story and also even to do it on the radio and uh, do it in such a short time but you did a great job and thank you someone's listening that this is going to help Maybe you're in prison, maybe you're on the streets, or maybe you're praying for a family member. Whatever is your circumstance, don't give up. God has a plan for your life. Thank you, Theodore, for sharing your story. Thank you for having me here. Wow, what a great testimony, powerful testimony from Theodore to spend all that time in jail and now to get his life back together and have a spiritual compass, have a relationship with the Lord. You know, that's what we're all about. We're serving thousands of people uh, during the course of a year, over 1,100 people on a daily basis, but tens of thousands over the course of the year. And it really comes down to what are our efforts? What are your efforts? When you give to us, when you give of your time, when you come and you volunteer, or you give of your treasure, when you give of your finances, or maybe you give to us clothing drives, and we're going to talk a little bit more food drives and toy drives, what really happens to people's lives? And it's so great to hear, and I get excited. You know, through the whole program, it's good to hear what's happening in the community. We're so grateful for people with compassion and generosity that are, care about one another, care about our neighbors. In, in South Florida here in Broward and Miami, but what does it really mean? And it really means that that one person, that one family, that one mom with her kids, uh, their lives are being transformed and they're gonna have a better future. They become a better person and they develop a relationship with the Lord. You know, we are a Christian ministry. We don't ever try to hide that. You don't have to be of any one faith to come for help. Uh, we're not going to beat you into submission and say you have to believe one way or another. We respect all religions. But we started back in 1922. Uh, uh, some Bible scholars some from a Bible college up in Moody came down and actually started working with uh, the less fortunate in Miami when it was a boom, when it was a boom town. And that's what we've been doing for the last 97 years is that we're sharing God's love in practical ways with hurting people and also providing them services, providing them classes, uh, education, job readiness, drug addiction, parenting classes, uh, counseling, group group classes, 
Uh, just so many different things that we can pour into people's lives so they can function in life and not just function on a, on a rudimentary level, not just have a house, but have be happier people. Be people that can be responsible, can keep a job, can uh, maybe go back to college, better themselves, become a better mom, better dad, and be a better citizen, and obviously give back to the community and give back to those in great need once they get established and on their feet. And again, we cannot do it without you. Go to our website at caringplace.org. Uh, we need your finances, always. You know, we don't want to put our hat in our hands all the time, but we need your finances. You know, this is a weekend that uh, we, we record these programs a few days before Sunday, so the approach of Hurricane Durian is still uncertain. But this is a time for us when the hurricane comes, um, we have more people come in off the streets. And if it does any destruction in the community, then some people aren't able to give as much as they could give before because they got to take care of their own family. And we have a greater need. You know, our buildings are damaged. We have more people to take care of. Uh, we're all prepared for it. We have our pantry uh, set up right now, and we have our gas and our food and electricity needs at the bare minimum to help over, we'll have over a thousand people that we're helping during the course of the hurricane. So that's a great responsibility and we can't do it without you. In fact, I talked about our pantry. Uh, we'd, I'd ask you to help us pack the pantry for the fall. Uh, we want to serve over 250,000 meals through the fall. That's Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know, the, we've got three or four months here. And you can do that by when you go on caringplace.org, look for the pantry button and we'll send you out brown paper bags, fill them with non-perishable items. Uh, there's a list there. And then either give them to us directly by one of our drop-off locations. Or if you have a lot, boxes and boxes of them or bags and bags of them, your organization has done it or your school or your faith group, uh, we'll come out and pick them up. You know, it, it takes a lot of people to help a lot of people. And that's, what, that's why I'm so thankful. And that's why you're needed. And that's why we need your help, especially during the fall, the fall months. You can help us with your time. You can volunteer with your treasure. You can give to us financially and with your, your talent, what you can do for us. So uh, God bless you. Um, stay tuned right here on News Radio 6 and WIOD next Sunday for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org dot org.